Hello and welcome back to the Mediate Golf podcast. Today I'm joined by another team member. I've got social media and PR executive Nathan Shelley with me. Nathan, how are you? Hi, guys. Yeah, um, very well. Thank you, yourself. Yeah, good. Thank you. Today is all about getting to know you a little bit more and about what you do within Team Mediate. And then touching on your kind of new role as well within the Golf Marketing Hub. So before we kind of start and touch on those points take me back to the start how did it begin for you in the golf industry um so my career through the golf industry probably started as a pot washer at a local local golf club um before i went so i was a pot washer barman ended up as a as a front of house supervisor this is all drawn up while i was at university studying a um sports pr and journalism degree mm-hmm. Then during my third year at university, I got the opportunity to go to Stoke City for a year and did an internship there within their media and PR department. And that was a whole host of different things. So I was interviewing managers, first team players, live tweeting matches on, on the Twitter account with over, I think it was over a million followers at the time. So it was quite, quite a high pressure role for an intern, but it was such a fantastic experience and it's really helped my development to where I am now. Yeah. And I, I was still working at the golf club this time. And they kind of said we want to revamp our marketing and our social media. We want to get more weddings in, we want to get more people playing golf. So they kind of gave me the reins to the to the social media accounts. And it was tough because like I said I was doing my my full-time job as being like a, a wedding court a coordinator basically and running around doing loads of different things. And then find the time just to send a few tweets and put a few put a few Facebook posts out. So it's quite hard to juggle working behind a bar and keeping the customers happy while you're also trying to use a computer at the same time and try and do all that stuff as well. So yeah. I think probably fits in quite well where we are now with the hub. I've kind of had that experience of being that person in, in a golf club and sitting at the desk and being like, I've only got five minutes, I need something to need something I can do quickly and get out there that's going to be good and effective. Yeah, definitely. Take me back to Stoke. Was was that, I imagine, quite a daunting experience when you're thrown in the deep end like that? And, and especially, I know you so well, of, of being a Stoke fan as well, but that was a kind of dream job. Yeah, it, like I say, it was, I, as the whole thing was coming around and stuff, I, I did a few things for them in my second year, but it was just like the odd, odd, odd match ports, I've been in 23s and stuff then in my third year. I kind of sent the um, the head of media an email saying, look, I've got to do so many hours a year um, in my third year's work experience. I'd love to do it at Stoke because obviously it's like, it's my, my boy old club. Watched him since I was like three years old. So it was, and he, he was more than happy for me to come on board. And yeah, so we used to, used to do a day a week in the office pretty much. And then for the matches, it was like, as and when required. So my main role was the academy. And they were playing like two to three matches a week, so it was, it was, it was hard because like on on the Monday night, for example, we'd be up and away at Newcastle on the team bus with them and preparing all the stuff for the games, and then editing the match sports on the way back, getting all the interviews done because obviously everything has to go live pretty quickly after the game. So we used for the match sport, we used to be ready within five minutes post match, so it was quite a lot to quite a lot to fit in, and also really defined my editing skills and stuff like that so it's because it's got to be quick it's got to be on the ball at all time because like I said it's stuck it was hundreds of thousands of people could be reading it 
So it was like the, the pressure on a, on a third year university student was was quite big. But I think, like I said, it's only helped me where I am now, really. Mm. Did, did you love that kind of that inside camaraderie and being almost being part of the team, especially when you're travelling over to away grounds and things like that? It, it was amazing. It was, like I said, as I said, fun. It was amazing because you'd be in the tunnel after the game, after after they won, and like having that inside twat. What every, what every fan doesn't doesn't get to see, kind of thing, and that that's kind of, yeah, like I say, it was, it was just a surreal experience. Like interviewing Julian Shakir, for example, I can remember sitting outside the dressing room in, interviewing Shakir, and it was just like, what am I doing here, kind of thing. <laughs> it was just like one of those surreal moments where, like, as a young kid growing up, is what everyone want, wants to wants to do if they want to get into this into this kind of work. So it was. Like I said, it was a bit of a surreal moment and it looked good for my university work as well. Did you have to kind of step outside the fan realms and more towards business? Could you kind of manage the, the both, if that makes sense? Yeah, it was kind of, once you put that lanyard on kind of thing, it was like, right, the, the word now. And, and like, they are just normal people. Mm. Like people, people don't realise at all, they just think they're kind of these like sporting robots. But like once you get to know and you talk to them, it's they're just I'm so happy to help out all the time. It's it's great. So it's it was very easy to switch that personal kind of like fan fan off really. Yeah. So it was and like I said, they, they were all great. Like they were all more than happy to answer questions and and do whatever really for us. So. That's really cool, really good. And, and from your golf perspective, when did you kind of start? When did you pick golf up and when did you start playing yourself? Um, it all started probably when I was about four or five years old. When I, my nan and grand used to play, they got me into it. My nan was lady captain back in 1998. And so she was always around the golf club every day and I just used to go, just, used to, just to go with them. And then it got to having lessons and going to the driving range and then joining the junior section, which at the time was like 30, about 30 juniors. Mm-hmm. So it was massive. And all mates used to play as well. So it was great. So we used to play football on Sunday, Sunday morning, and then go play a golf competition in the afternoon. So from, like I said, from school ages to when we all left the university, we were, we were playing football and playing golf every weekend, every afternoon after school. It was... So that's 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 where it really started. Really, they kind of got the bug for it when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And then you start getting you start getting better. The distance starts coming. You know, it's like wow, this is amazing. And it was just getting you out in the fresh air as well, didn't it? So yeah, yeah, exactly that. And then you could take that kind of passion into the various roles that you did within the the golf club. And you touched a little bit on there around that the kind of the time element of things is is that what you found really difficult when you were spinning so many plates to having the time to do social media yeah it was really hard because my week for example we had a wedding on saturday all of my week then is getting ready for that wedding on the saturday so i'll be meeting with the people who are getting married making sure the wedding venues wedding venue dresses turning up on time you know that kind of thing that people don't see going on behind the scenes really and then throw in doing like social media marketing for events that were coming up in three months it was it, it was very time consuming in stopping to think about new ideas and what to put out there in the spare five minutes that I had it was 
it's, it's definitely challenging because you, you sit there, you know yourself, you sit there in front of a black screen and you go, what am I going to write today? And it's just, because you, like, you've, you've got to get the tone, like stuff like the tone's got to be right for the golf club. It's, you've got to hit the right audience if you're doing Facebook ads. You've got to put it on the right, like what's going on in all stage group at the right time so it can be approved for that evening. And it's just, there's just so much to, so much to think about with local golf club social media. It's that people, that people probably don't realise. And plus, we had, we, had a, we had a Facebook group that had to be managed as well. So anything that was going on there, you had to keep an eye on it just in case anything was said that shouldn't be said or or just the comments, what's going on. So there's, it was very, very time-consuming. Mm. Do you think that's one of the big advantages of the golf marketing hub with the, the kind of the, the resources that you've created? You've created a lot of these resources. Yeah. To- for people to be able to edit and use and if you were on the other foot if you were back in the golf club would you find the hub beneficial to your job yeah definitely especially, especially with the hub and, and the graphics because like obviously i made them so i know, know what's in there now from my perspective but if i was back at the golf club a year ago and i was going into something like the hub i'd know there'll be 30 different options of graphics to use that can be used for pretty much anything anything you want really mm-hmm. And it's just knowing that because obviously the graphics design probably takes longer than putting the words together. So knowing that that was all taken care of would just, like I say, it shaves off 20 to 30 minutes, makes an hour job into a half an hour job. Yeah. So it would be very, like I say, I think it would be very useful. It would have been very useful for me at the time. So it's... That's great. And with, with your now experience quite see quite young into the into the business itself and how have you found kind of supporting clients and creating content for clients have you found that and you talked about a little bit about tone and things like that have you adjusted to, to understanding the clients and their kind of tone with us having such a varied um, abreast of clients that we've got yeah i think from when i first came in it was just doing like one or two a week just just getting used to it and getting and just get like i say getting that tone and feel like that we'd spend quite a bit of time wouldn't we just going through um, various different clients and just just going from there and then so if we look back from now to where we are now we do so many more in a week and I've been working with Dave closely and just trying to figure out how best how best to do the post so I, I kind of figured that if I split like the driving ranges up and then the shops and then the actual golf courses up into into different sections it's like the tone for each of them is all, is all quite it's all quite similar but also quite different. So like the ranges and the shops are all quite conversational and a bit more informal than going into the golf clubs. It's like you kind of switch on that formal that formal element. Mm-hmm. So group grouping them into into like two or three groups really helped me with my tone and doing that and, uh, with that. So it was just like I said, it just makes it easy because if you if you're switching from golf club to the golf shop, the two are quite even though within the same industry, they're still quite different in tone. So that, that's you, probably the big Have you found that's been like a major difference coming into the industry to almost seeing a different side of the industry from a golf club environment of the, the amount of work that actually goes into creating content, creating posts, working with clients? Yeah, definitely, because like, like it's it's pretty much an all-week job. Like you start on the Monday, then we get the sign off on the Friday. It's 
it is all it is all week and it is it is time consuming, but it's it's only so time consuming because we want to get it right. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we we try and make everything as perfect as possible in that first that first run through. So it's so yeah, uh, it, like it's just time consuming, but it's a good time consuming because we, mm-hmm. we make sure everything's perfect and we go from there really. Yeah, is that that kind of reassuring for you then when you're putting your work out to the public that, mm. that it's going to be right and it's going to be the the kind of content that people are going to like. Yeah, because I I spent, I spent a bit so Monday afternoon to kind of go back through last week's post and see the engagement or see who who and what's comments on different posts and if one post has worked better than the other, just without without delving too much into the analytics of it, just to see as a you try and put that consumer head on rather than the creator head and just mm-hmm. see if they've liked it, if the likes were up this week, if they prefer the videos or the images. If um if anyone's answered the quiz questions yeah. that we do and how many have answered them, just see if, if they've got them right and if they like it. So it's, you, have you enjoyed that that kind of creative part of the role? Because I know, like you said, it's 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 hard work and it's really you do an amazing job at what you do. But have you, is that the side of the job you enjoy, the creative side of things? Yeah, definitely, because you you can express yourself within the client's post, then really, can and you can see, like you, you can see each of our different tones is all different, but it's still the client's tone, even though we do it in different ways, it still works. And I think I kind of originally kind of tapped into what, into what you were doing. And then as we've moved along slowly, just kind of dropped in my own little bits here and there and see and seeing what the thoughts were. And then and then going from there, really, like the like the faded out text in the background and stuff like that, that was something that I played with a few times. And that seemed to work well. So it's so the I think the start of the creativity was hard because it was just, well, what does the client want? And it's also not the client. It's also you want it to be good for the first the first run through that we do. So it's mm-hmm. like I say that time which you around. So you spend the time thinking, oh, is this good enough for the client? Is this good enough from from my perspective first? Do you think that's what's so, helped okay. you with the with the hub when you've been creating assets and, and putting things together for the hub that you you know that what the clients are potentially looking for and you know what golf clubs professionals. Uh, individuals are going to be after when you're putting those assets together. Yeah, especially especially with the hub after being in that golf club and being that person who's who would be thinking, what am I going to put out today? That's definitely definitely helped me when it's come to creating the hub posts. Mm-hmm. So like I say, me, me, uh, Dave, uh, Nicole, and I go through go through like a text run through for the posts, but probably about once a month. So we kind of put it, split them all into themes, and we all we'll put our ideas together to what what the golf club, what the golf pro wants, mm-hmm. and then we kind of go from there. Really, and obviously, my background working in the golf club, it's quite um, the salesy, like the, the wet sales, the the food and that kind of thing. I know it's a bit it's a bit irrelevant at the minute, but we we'll definitely be used in the future. Yeah, but like what we're talking about at the moment, what we're going through, we we're able to adapt posts and put posts out there. Be quite reactive. Um, and yeah. I imagine that's that's been something that you've enjoyed being reactive to what's going on in the world at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Because when we did, when we did PR University, they were very much you either reactive or you proactive, and sometimes it's quite it, it's quite hard to be proactive when there's not much going on. Mm-hmm. 
so with all obviously with all the analysis stuff, we've got to be quite quick on the ball. And like you know yourself, like it changes every day. And so that, so yeah, you have got to be careful what you put out there in case it's wrong or you're a day behind the news kind of thing. So you've got we have got to have our foots on the ball. I think that has been quite enjoyable. Uh, it's a bit different from the from the day to day. Is that come? Is that again go a bit, bit more back to the Stoke background of, of that fast pace that they kind of you don't know what's going to happen next kind of feel? Yeah, definitely. Because like I said, I, I worked for I was there for one transfer window in January, and you know transfer windows a lot. The very things can happen at the drop of a hat kind of thing. So it was like one hour we're doing like a a ride with about the referee for the for the website and then the next hour it's oh we need we need a player profile due on x y and z kind of thing so that they need to be ready with it for the next whatever it may be so, so like i say you've just got to be adaptable at all times really. i don't think there's not a magic formula to do it to doing this i think that you, mm. you've got to be you've got to bring all of your skills together whenever they're needed really who is who is the signings when you were there for that transfer window so, so the, the one that I was tasked with was um, Costa Stapelidis. I've ne- never, never heard of the bloke, and it was me to play a profile doing, and it was just like I was trawling through team talk websites and and all sorts of trying to get all the information for him and going through his parent club's website about what he's like, where he plays. How many clean sheets he's had, how many assists he's had. So it was just like <laughs> the research that went into that one was probably more research than I've ever done for something before because it was just, I, was, I knew nothing about. Absolutely. <laughs> with, with the kind of your background and what you've gone through, what would be kind of your biggest advice to people who are out there thinking and considering taking up the golf market hub? Um, my biggest advice is probably you'd. You can, you can always improve yourself. You can always learn, even if you think you know everything about something, there's always something that you don't know or something that's changed on a day-to-day basis. Like I said, we get the, the Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, that, that can change almost week to week. Mm-hmm. So I think you just need to be willing to learn and be willing to put the time and the effort in because you'll, you'll see the rewards at the end. Like I can see when, from where I was when I started on September the 1st to where I am now. It's a complete difference. But that's just because, like I say, you have to put the time and the effort in outside of work as well to make sure you, you're well researched and you're up to date with all the latest themes and trends and stuff like that. So it's just, if, if you, you just got to be willing to put the time in, just, and just you'll, you'll, you will see that improvement at the end, especially with the golf marketing because there's so much information. I've, I've watched some of the videos myself that I've been through a university course and some of the things that were mentioned in the video were never mentioned in that three-year course. So it's so there's so much in in there, and it'll just improve your wealth of knowledge tenfold. Brilliant, Nathan. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been great to get insight into to you and your career, uh, yeah, some no great, and some great stories as well. Thank <laughs> you, everybody.